0: Auto-sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another installment of Canned Conversation with me, Andrew, and my good friend, Steven.
1: Installment, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. How are you doing, my friend? I'm, I'm I'm, kind of war thin right now, but I'm okay. I'm, I'm better now that we're doing this. This is good. This is a good thing. Yeah. Always good. Always fun. It's hectic. You know, this is the time of year where stuff gets hectic and there's a lot of stuff going on, so... Tis the season. Um, yes. So right. to be worn thin and, right. and tired of it
0: already. Pulled in a lot of different directions yep. as an adult, but fun as heck. And you know for the kids, right? They done it, it's a holiday for the children. I feel sometimes because they, they get to enjoy and bask in all of the, the fun. Well, it seems like the fun takes work to produce.
1: Yeah. I will say. Um, and you're gonna, you're not as much in this boat as I am. But my kids are no longer children; they're all kind of adults that have jobs and stuff. And so, it becomes less fun and more of a scheduling nightmare because everybody has their own thing going on, right? So it's trying to do, a, you know, holiday scheduling is a disaster because you know when you work in, you know, jobs that yeah, are yeah. entry level you, you are working holidays, right? Like you're working bad shifts. So anyway, yeah. So that's my worn thin story for, sorry. I didn't mean to derail us already into Steven, why Steven's worn thin, but Steven's worn thin from the scheduling issues. <laughs> no,
0: it's excellent. It's uh, it's better than talking about the weather, I guess. Cause that's I normally purposely left the weather out of it. <laughs> right. Cause everybody knows what the weather's like uh, this time yeah. of year. So, or at least in our neck of the woods, it's uh, cold and um get stark at i don't know noon one o'clock You're 65 today dude wasn't yeah did you go outside <laughs> uh not very much oh, uh, yeah it was beautiful i had a jam-packed agenda oh. and uh just made it by the skin of my teeth uh to get ready for this so oh. but me i am also very enthused and happy to be sitting down enjoying a, a, a canned beverage and some good conversation cool so that uh I guess would take me to what we normally do here let's do uh do we normally do, do some here? of this to get us started oh and um i think that would be extraordinarily dangerous i kind of i don't know do you know what that's from i don't that's uh, ghostbusters oh nice that's egon that's a good, that's a good one uh that's when uh, the the gentleman says let's uh release all of the mm-hmm. the things that we've caught out ah, into the world yes i believe
1: so on all that, right, what you that, bring? On that note, um, I got a uh, a can that I could not pass up in the uh, in the aisle, and it is called Dead Guy um, Dead Guy Ale, uh, produced by Rogue. So um, it is a jet black can with this weird looking dude skeleton guy on the front of it, and I don't know why, but it called my name, and I when I walked <laughs> by it, I'm like, I need that can. Um, So, um, and then I look at the back and it's got like a, a star with all these different like toffee and malt and, um, roast and bitter. And it like has, it's some sort of weird graph. Like, you know, those, um, spider graphs, right? But it's a star graph and it's, and it's pushing towards toffee and malt heavy. Yeah. Those are
0: filled up a lot with a little bit of bitter, bitter. so I'm a little worried about that. Not nutty Mm -hmm. and not roast. None of that. So no. it says it's a pair with grilled asparagus. Which is also what I brought us grilled asparagus. Oh, I love it. Yeah, actually uh, I brought dots if you're interested. <laughs> uh, barbecue ribs, pecan pie, and OG dots. Holy
1: cow. Goes along perfect, with dots. Perfect with dots. Yeah, so this is good a with dots.
0: Rogue. Dead guy ale rogue. And it says it's a mailbox style ale. Um with a robust malt profile and a sweetness sure. that is balanced by the liberal use of bitter hops, bitter hops. Oh, and look at this. It's got a jet black, uh, yeah, it's
1: got a can pop top. Yeah. The pop top's black too. Oh, it's cool. I don't know. The, the can's awesome. Yeah. The can is good. So beer inside is who knows? We'll find out in a minute. Yes. We're going to
0: take a taste of that. We'll come back obviously and, uh, revisit what we think and, uh, hopefully pass that along to you give us give you guys a rating um just as a point of note i did actually put together all of our uh ratings from previous episodes and some from before canned conversation uh of course we have a spreadsheet right because that's, that's kind of we stuff do. that we do <laughs> and um i posted it out on the socials which uh uh, Stephen will attempt to give out later. And, uh, if you can find it, um, <laughs> I pinned it up top. So, uh, if you want to go back and see, uh, the various, uh, canned beverages that we've had, um, and then maybe one at some point next year, I think in early part of the year as we near our one year, uh, birthday anniversary, whatever you want to call it, we'll uh, kind of maybe do a little bit of stats on, uh, I haven't, didn't look too deep into it, but like how many beers, how many cocktails, because you know, I think we, we run the gamut.
1: Yeah, we have ran the gamut. And I, I was that's a lot. We've we've tried a lot so far. Like I was I'm surprised. <laughs> I know there was some there was some before can conversation stuff. Right. Where um, it all started. Yeah, where the whole yeah idea generated from and just you know, nights we spent having conversations and drinking and we're like, we should do a podcast about right. this. And we'd rate them. Yeah. And
0: uh Yeah, we started writing it down and having a blast. So yeah. all right. Um let's see. So uh you mentioned how you were doing. Uh, I thought when I thought, Oh, how am I doing? Well, I, I am doing a little bit. I didn't bit. even ask. How <laughs> sorry. How are you doing, man? What's going on in your world? I was going to ask for you. Hey, how are you doing? But I did want to at least get us, uh, to open the beverage cause I appreciate you know, that very much. Right. Don't want to wait too long, um, before we get uh, started on that. So, uh, and I did one point, I am doing a little bit better than, uh, the, uh, people that were uh, caught off guard out in, uh, san diego california i don't know if you heard this and uh we don't do a whole lot of news stories but this is a fun news story uh or ter- started fun and then it
1: kind of got a little dark like this can so hold on nothing bad ever happens in san diego right like it's the most enjoyable place to live ever right Santiago. so well agree to disagree um no, <laughs> when in rome oh, yeah <laughs> i love lamp oh <laughs> man that's good those are good quotes we, yeah nice um This isn't the bake issue. Now, I think I did see something. This is the
0: uh, armored car driving down the freeway. Okay, and uh, it doesn't get in an accident. But what I read says accidentally spilled uh, cash from its, I guess, back end. (laughs) Uh, Twenties and one dollar bills just littered the highway. Went, um, you know, blew out and scattered, if you will, to the wind. So then people started pulling over and it was like, hello, <laughs> and started grabbing them up. Of course, people are recording because that's what we do nowadays. We've put on yeah, our everything's you know, recorded. Yes. Yeah, immediately start uh, recording things with your phone so that uh, all of your social uh, network people can uh, see what fun you're having. Uh, and also so you can incriminate yourself just in case anything were to be illegal, in which case this started out as I think people going, oh, my gosh, finders keepers. I'm going to grab this money. Not how the world works. And I just found some. And, you know, that was a question, a brief question I was going to ask you on this particular item because, yeah, it comes out that um, two people have been charged now with uh, theft uh, of cash. Um, And then the sheriff, I guess, of the area has also now put out on news and various other outlets uh, a strong recommendation to um, bring back money that was taken from the highway. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: So when you originally said this, I'm like, I don't know what happened in San Diego, but I did see one little story about this. And I I where I landed was I probably would be one of those people who are like, there's money flying around. <laughs> right. That's you know, like if I threw my wallet up in the air and wall and money flew everywhere and people just took off running with it, I'd be like, How do you catch those people? Like I'd be <laughs> like, That good good on you. Um But I feel like I uh, I prosecuting those people's tough man. You littered littered all over the highway with money. Right, uh, it's it's on you. That's on you, driver. Yeah,
0: I, for some reason, for me, cash is different than something else because I I started to think of what if something else fell like off UPS the back of a truck. truck. Yeah, yeah. It's like if a paintings truck was going down the road and um, the Mona Lisa fell off right? Um, Somebody's losing their job for that. (laughs) True. But you pick it up and I I would give that back, right? I'd go, Oh my gosh, this is, you know, a valuable painting. Here you go. I wouldn't think to try to take that home, but for some reason to me, I don't know why, but cash seems like a different avenue because you've taken that risk of putting it in an armored car and and transporting it.
1: And then it's just like nature could take that. Right. And so I guess prosecute nature. That's was part of my thought processes. I'm saving it from going in the ditch. Would you rather no one get it and go in the ditch and, and get flushed down the storm drain and then lost? Or would you rather me have it who probably could use 20 bucks or a thousand ones? Yeah. And right. it's insured. Right. I mean, not that I want to fall back on that. Right. Cause right. I don't think stealing things. Because they're, what, <laughs> what are they doing anyway? No. Um, yeah. That's kind of where I was like, it's in the wind at that point. Like it's, it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. It can go in the ditch. It can fly over the, you know, fly across the freeway, end up wherever. Somebody's picking it up. They're going to use it. Call it a stimulus package. <laughs>
0: exactly. We're going to stimulate a little bit of the
1: Santiago yeah. economy.
0: Yeah. Just Boom. Just open up go. the back of a Brinks truck and yeah. let it roll. And it was only ones and 20s, right? right. I mean, it's not it's, like it was $400 million. Right. right. It was like bear bonds yeah. for, worth million a million dollars a piece. They weren't dropping gold chunks down the road. Yeah. Yeah. So how much they lose? Do you know? I didn't see that. I don't. I don't even know if they're going to disclose that. That might be an embarrassment for that company uh, to see how to say how much it was. But and they, I, you know, the prosec- the prosecuting of these people may, I'm sure, is probably a little bit of uh, for optics. I got to right. think just to just to prove it right and try to get some of it back recovery is not good you you know we got to do a little something to just kind of they didn't steal it they found it on the road to be fair Uh, to be fair i don't think it's (laughs) that they do though i mean and that i think it comes with what if it was something else if it wasn't money like if if amazon dropped a few packages do you get to just take those home but those have an address on them you could take those to the rightful owner you could do something (laughs) again i feel weird Mm -mm. like cash is weirdly different than other objects, I feel like when you have cash and you like you said, just whoosh, throw it like. That's it, why everybody wants there. to live in San Diego. It's just money <laughs> trucks just dump money because nature could blow that yeah. over into a river, a yeah. lake, or something into yep. the ocean. They right, right yep. there, so yep, right there on the on the Pacific it could be gone forever out right. of circulation. Would you rather it be in the ocean? That's my point. Doing nothing, yeah, just if somebody's going to use it, right? Y- yes. I, I, I'm, to buy Amazon products that they hope doesn't fall off the back of a truck. Right, that they want to get to their house in less than 24 hours. Yes. yes. All right. So I think we're in a, a possible agreement here. All right. So, uh, next thing I wanted to touch on was because, again, I'm doing a little bit better than them. Uh, not quite as good, I guess. Um, we had a bit of an accident in our household, uh, vehicular. I hear. Least speaking. Um, my oldest child was in a um, car accident. And uh, good news was it uh, was completely not her fault. Um, Better news is that she wasn't injured. She wasn't injured. Very good, yes. Um, I was going to get to that. Okay, Uh, good. Just making sure. And it was really, that was going to be in line with kind of how part of the story of what made this um, an interesting morning. Uh, There were a couple of things that, um, you know, while at the time it was not entertaining at
1: all. No, it's horrible. I've I've gotten that call before. (laughs) My, My daughter has totaled a car. And uh, and that is a unpleasant experience. No matter right. if ever, anybody's hurt or no one's hurt, right? Like it's oh, right. It, it's an unpleasant experience. Call to get is oh my god, I've been in a wreck. Yes, you go through the gamut of you know is are people hurt?
0: Uh, okay, they're okay, um, which is good because they're not always okay. But in this instance, they were. Yep. And uh, and then once they're okay, then you're like, now I got to do you know figure out what's going on with the car, deal with insurance, and then that all becomes a yep quite a nightmare, but I'm not going to focus on the bad necessarily the bad parts of that, but just a few the, things the that good I, part of the accident is what we're going to focus <laughs> well, on. Just a few things that I, I want to get your take on. Number one is that the, uh, the lady that hit her was driving, unfortunately down the wrong side of the road. Um, she had to have been in her eighties and, uh, I don't know if we touched on this in a, on another episode, because I know we talked about driving. We talked about
1: driving, but I don't think we touched about when you should get your license revoked. Yeah,
0: yeah. When should you not? Because this is what happened. My daughter called me. Oh, here's a, a fun fact, too, a, a, a thing that I pointed out to her, that um, kids will always go to their mother first. So her mother and I were both at home in the morning. She was driving to school. Um, I hear mom's phone ring right? So it's ringing and I go, Oh, okay. She's in the shower. So she can't get it. I'm like, yeah, it'll go to voicemail. If it's somebody, she knows she'll call her back. Uh, then the phone starts ringing again. And I go, Oh, that's somebody. So she called your wife (laughs) twice. She called her twice before she called you. Right. Then the phone stops ringing. Then my phone starts ringing and I go, Oh, and I see that it's my oldest and I, I pick it up and I, she starts, I've been in an accident. I've been hit. And, uh, you know, started to tell me about it, but just again, after the fact days later, I can go, that's noted. You tried your mother twice, right? Yeah. <laughs> Before you called me. Um, I don't know if there's a, it, definitely like go to mom first, wanted her, uh, to be on that. So, and mom got out of the shower. I told her and immediately mom went and, uh, helped out with, uh, what was going on. But so wait, she called the right person then because mom went and helped out mom did um mom but dad flew. didn't no i was ready to but mom flew past me got into her car and jetted out because you know moms they were she was like my baby she's been in a wreck and uh, at that point i was on the phone with her uh i established that she was okay the, the police were on the scene and um and, and things were getting taken care of. And gotcha. she's an adult, and, you know, right. uh, she's over 18, an adult. And I figure, okay, I'm gonna stay on here. Mom will go help her out. We'll tackle this as a family unit. Yes, it is, it is, a, <laughs> it is a joint project at this point, right? Like, right, but no matter how old they are, they will call mom twice before they call dad.
1: Maybe I don't yeah. know. At least in my dynamic, in house, in my house, that's, my it, house, it, that's how it goes. Two calls to mom, one call to dad. Right. If only if on, if and only if mom doesn't answer the phone twice, do you call dad? Yes. For emergencies. For emergencies only. <laughs> 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 uh, so,
0: um, so the, the greater part of that question is because it, it it stuck with me a little is when I was on fa- it was Facetime, right? This newfangled technology, right, uh, that you can. <laughs> Uh, you can put your face on the phone. And so I'm, I'm, she, I'm like, are you okay? Yes. She goes in, in to the other driver and, uh, I go, you need to go check the other driver. Is The other driver. Okay. She goes to the other driver and, uh, I hear the, the woman go, um, did I hit something? That's not good. Right. Um, and that was, that was her opening. Like she didn't even know she got in a wreck and, uh, so, so she, she had tried to drive another have. 70 yards. On with no, a with, up vehicle? With a tire gone. Like one of her tires, the front tire of hers was had broken at the axle and was under her car. So she was dragging. You can see on the pavement. You where, can
1: feel that. When, <laughs> right. when you're dragging a tire, you can feel that on the yes. car. Like yeah. if it's, you can feel a flat. Yeah, if you're really insensitive, you can. But you could. You should be able to still feel a flat, a tire that's gone the wrong direction is dragging underneath your yeah. car. Yeah, I feel phantom flats sometimes.
0: I feel like yeah. my my, my car pulling funny. flat, and then I get out and I'm
1: like, eh, that's fine. Um, but yeah. So
0: she was she she had very no, elderly. No she, idea. She, she hit seemed something. very, and I I part of me wanted to chalk it up to maybe she was. It was the accident. and She's in a little bit of. But she seemed completely unaware. She didn't seem like she was in shock. She just seemed like she was 80 and had no idea she had been driving a car. And she could have been at that moment going, Oh, I need to. Um, now I'm doing this. Now I'm walking. So obviously, in my mind, shouldn't be driving. Yeah. So is the question, What age should you not? or just should that be a thing? Should it be a thing that like, you know, because I know
1: where we are. They take I mean, away people's license? Should that be a thing? Is that what you're getting? Or
0: at? just a, a a a test that is is more uh, involved than just taking a hey, what's that road sign? Cuz I think in our state um, you know, all you got to do is identify some road signs like you know, you can be 75 years old and it's like, hey, is your peripheral vision which side does the what light what side is the light on? Like a Name cognitive needs. function. Yeah. And I don't think they take a very involved driving
1: test. Um, but and I think that should be uh, uh mandatory. It, I think hundred percent it should be. Just because we know we know um human evolution, like you evolve and then devolve, like you you, you evolve from a, an infant <laughs> right. who can't take care of himself kind of back to the same state at it, it, it yes. some point towards the end of your life. If you don't die of some crazy right. weird, right. something unexpected or sudden. Right. So you should know at some point you're on the decline and there's a, there's a, there's a threshold at that decline that says you no longer can operate a 2000 pound motor vehicle because you'll kill someone. Yeah. I mean, or or you're, you kill yourself and or injure someone, kind of like DWI, right? Like you shouldn't be able to operate a, a motor vehicle impaired. You you shouldn't be able to operate it the same way as as a declining mentally older adult, elderly, yes, decrepit, I
0: might say. I don't want to bash on old people because I love old. Well, I love some old people, so I'm getting real grouchy. But uh, I, I love others um, that 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 have a good wit about them. Um, that they are, you know, embracing that their their elderly status or know that. But um, unfortunately, this this woman, uh, she just was not with it. She should not have been a, 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 in the driver's seat, and she could have killed someone. I mean, she was going the wrong way on the road the car in front of my daughter had to swerve out of the way which is the only that's the reason my daughter got in the accident because she didn't see her coming at all until and all of like, a sudden the guy in front of her just gets out of the way there's a freaking car coming yeah and there you? was a car coming so she had just enough time to pull the steering wheel to the right where it didn't hit her head on it hit her in the it hit her on the side of the car and glanced off her taking the wheel uh off from the other lady but yeah it was anyway i yeah. think we're in the same boat I, um So if you have a parent, so this is this is where I was going with this. If you have an elderly parent or a grandparent that is still driving a car, and you know they shouldn't be driving a car, do not be embarrassed to probably bring that up as a subject of conversation and uh, say, you know, this person that I know or listen to, uh, you know, uh, their person could have been killed, and 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 people may be killed out there you know i'm sure they have i'm sure there's been accidents where somebody probably shouldn't have been driving yeah. anyway public service announcement
1: that. i 100% agree with you and it's a very tough conversations for kids to have with their adult parents like when you become a like the have to be the caregiver and the the parent in those situations those are tough <clears throat> excuse me those are tough conversations to start having because it's super awkward. And you're also taking away someone's independence. Yeah, I agree. No one wants to know. Like I don't, you don't want to be the one who says it's time for you to go into home. You don't want to be the one that says you can no longer drive. You don't want to be the one that says you can't take care of yourself. You can't manage your own pills. You can't go to the doctor by yourself. But those are things that actually really need to have happen. Like elderly people, their memory isn't great. Like, so they forget things or they forget where they're going or they get lost easy. Like it, they will hurt themselves or hurt others. Right. Not, not purposely and not knowingly, but you, you need to protect them yes. in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And you're not just protecting them. You're protecting, you're protecting yeah. all the people, the high they, school kid yeah. who's trying to get to school. Right. And who just happens to be driving in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah, and gets right. hit by a crazy person. Yeah, like yeah. if it baby. wasn't her, it'd probably been somebody else. Yeah. The so. person behind her, if she just worked yeah. faster, it'd been the next guy. Right. Right. Like, cause that lady doesn't know the right. old lady doesn't, right. didn't even know she was in the wrong.
0: No. So that was a deep, I feel like, and I knew that would be a little bit uh, of a deeper subject, not, uh, not as humorous. So I wanted to balance that out with a humorous it's story. It's not
1: funny at all. Old people.
0: No, no. Make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so like, okay, let me, how can I, um, it, it, turn this into a little bit, something entertaining? Well, um, between that, uh, story of, uh, uh, vehicular things going on. Mm-hmm. And then the story uh, that I just mentioned about Santiago and the uh the uh, uh sheriff there and uh, the uh, police officers there I wanted to tell tell the story of uh when I was young and you were there with me you were present so we can uh, it both enjoy this uh, rehashing of when we had a very interesting run-in with the um police uh down in uh, our college town as I was trying to move back mm. to uh my now residents so
1: the, the old u-haul incident yes
0: um so sit back uh and grab a um a beer and uh no I won't make this long cuz uh don't want to run too crazy long but uh we'll give you the highlights and hopefully that'll be uh an enjoyable story here because we lived through this so uh the 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 quick intro here is that uh we were I was moving uh so I had a job down in my college town I um, stopped going to college down there uh, to transfer up here. And my job was able to transfer up here. So I transferred both college and my job and I was going to move. So I rented a U-Haul. And when I rented the U-Haul, I um, asked for, I don't know, a large. <laughs> I, I, it's been so long since I rented a U-Haul. I don't know what, it's I guess they come end. in feet maybe now yeah. or it's something with one. mom's attic.
1: Oh, yeah. No. So it had the, the space over the cab.
0: Yes, but this was the size of a semi-truck. I mean, it was a big huge. Um, if I had to guess, it was probably 300 feet long. It was not 300 feet long. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah, uh, give yeah, or take plus uh, or 50 minus, feet. Pl- plus or minus 240 feet. Yes. yes. And it was made in approximately 1957. Yeah, in um, the 70s or 80s. Because this thing was so old and so big. Uh, we um, fill it up with our belongings uh, in uh, where we were living and uh, when I started to drive this thing I noticed that it wouldn't it would, it took forever for it to build up any speed at all and we had to drive what two and a half hours yeah um, to get to where we were, our destination was.
1: Uh, so we start driving towards the highway and we and, we pushed the girls out in front of us right we said, our, our wives, like, Hey, our now wives. Yeah. Go, yes. go up ahead of us. We'll be right behind you. Yes. Prefaced it with, do you go up fat, <laughs> early? Get us in. Right. Start working on prep, yeah. prep yeah. The, the area for things to because be Because when we get in. there, we're going to want
0: to go fast. Yes. We're going to offload this stuff quick. Yeah, it's going to be great. Get the U-Haul back. Yeah. Sorry. Keep
1: going. No, I you're I just, good. Uh, Interject the good stuff that I yeah. might've forgotten about. Like how the, none of your stuff was really packed. And then we just put it into the U-Haul and trash bags. And lots of trash bags. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yes. That's right, right, a poor going. man's packing job yeah, It was a uh, that was, uh, <laughs> was a surprise
0: a, to me when I got home, actually.
1: It was a great, um, <laughs> yeah.
0: His <Thanks> wife. <laughs> it's <was> like, <laughs> it like, where are all the boxes? Uh, I didn't have time for boxes. This is what we got to do. Let, let's go, yeah. let's go. So we packed it up full of trash bags of our stuff. Um, we get on the road. We're headed towards let's, the highway, and uh, it, it took me probably a good five minutes to get up to like 40 miles per hour on a major major road. Yeah. Waiting to get to the interstate. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well then I started to get on the interstate and it was downhill entrance and I'm like, all right, we're going to, we're going to get a little bit hopefully of gravity to help us out. And so I, I, and mind you, I am flooring it. It is as far to the floor as the accelerator can go. And we're probably going 30, 40. We probably got to 45 by the time we hit the actual highway. So now we're going down the highway and it is taking so long to
1: speed this thing up. I literally it, it it was tens of minutes <laughs> 0 to 60 in 15 minutes or less like it took us forever to get to 60 yes and we know, finally we got, got up to 60 took forever. at the next town
0: yeah <laughs> there was the next. it literally exit took entrance. minutes to get to <laughs> yes. 60 and so we passed the exit entrance to this uh to the, the town uh, that was just north and um i see all of a sudden i see police lights behind us right and it's so this this truck is so big i have no idea how yep. long this cop has been following us and
1: uh so I, gonna, yeah we could have been we tra- right. could have been trailing us since your apartment down there <laughs> right. we would have never known because it's you, you use your mirrors and back then i don't know we're 18 19 yeah we were 19, 19 20, yeah. something like that yeah i mean you're not equipped oh, yeah. to drive a big rig no um and we were driving a, a shorter semi basically Yes, yeah. yeah, or a double semi I mean it felt it, like that big. Yeah, so, so less this uh,
0: this police officer, um, I, I I pull over and I'm now saying out loud, I can't believe we're getting pulled over as soon as I, I was
1: definitely not speeding. And it was, what are we getting pulled over for? We haven't made it to the speed limit yet. And we've been in the car for 10 minutes with the gas pedal floored, not at the speed limit yet.
0: Like there's nothing I could possibly be. There's no way I was speeding. And now whenever this gets worked out, because I hope, you know, I hope that this is just a weird, I don't know why he's pulling us over. But so once we get going again, it's going to take me another 30 minutes to get up to speed.
1: Yeah, we're never going to make it. (laughs) Right, It's going to be tomorrow. We could have walked this stuff up. (laughs) Before, Before we get
0: there. Yep. So, um, so the cop, the, the cop gets out of his vehicle, pulls his gun, comes around to the passenger side and time on which Steven is the passenger in the truck. And he takes a, a stance that's like his back is to the, to the semi and he's shuffling down the side of the semi, uh, as if this is a, this is Something's going to happen, right? And I'm seeing this in the mirror. And now my hands, I put them on the steering wheel. I think, I don't know if you yeah, did as well, I, but I'm like, I think I might have said, he's got his gun out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, We were both freaking out a little bit when he pulled the gun and then he started creeping up, the, creeping up the side of the the U-Haul at us with like, yeah, like he's tactically going into a house. Right. And I I go now in my head, you know, things are going
0: very quickly. I'm like, this is a uh, miss identification somebody somewhere else i don't know what um got in trouble and they think that that it's me um he comes around and he's got he's got his gun but it's not like pointed at us or anything and he's like hello what are you guys doing <laughs> and what'd uh, you say and i said I'm moving. (laughs) And uh, I'm like, sir, um, because I want to be respectful. And I and I know that things there's a a heightened sense of something going on. So I want to give straight answers straight to the point. I'm like, uh, I'm moving um, uh, back from college. And this is my all my stuff is in this truck. And this is where I God love him, because it, it made me Laugh after the fact, both of us very heartily. Uh, he actually took a step back, looked at the truck, and he said, "Oh, is this a rental?"
1: Now this is a U-Haul, right? Yeah. Painted all over it. You know how U-Hauls are, right? Like you, <laughs> right. You, yeah. loud it, and obnoxious. It's, like, it's got like Utah on the side of it, or whatever they have. <laughs> right. you know, like they have different states. Yeah, it, it's clearly Albuquerque.
0: Yeah, it's clear, calling you. Come here. Yeah, clearly labeled U-Haul everywhere. Right. So he said, "Is this a rental?" And I didn't want to be a smart aleck or anything. So I'm like, yes, it's a U-Haul. Yeah. (laughs) And he goes, oh, okay. Well, what are you hauling? And again, so I'm like, so now I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe. trying to trick you with the the easy questions. Yes. And I go, it's my stuff. It's like a bed and. um, All of our belongings. And and trash bags.
1: (laughs) Which (laughs) I'm like. (laughs) Now looking back, (laughs) couldn't look more specific. Right. You know, conspicuous. The only way it could have is if I we had a
0: lot of plants and we right. bailed them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then we stacked them up in squared bales, right? You know, right. at the back. <laughs> so uh yeah, he, he kind of looks at us and he looks again at the truck and he's like, All right, uh, and then he said these words. You're not wanted for murder or anything, are you? Now, this this question, I gotta say, throws a person a little off, right? Because again. Who? No one's going to answer yes, right? I mean, even if you are a murderer, you're probably going to say no. And if you're not a murderer, you're going to say no. So the only logical answer is, is no. no. <laughs> but I don't know what you're looking for exactly here. But they go, no, sir, not us. <laughs> Haven't done that today. And uh, and he's like, all right, well, I'm I'm gonna need your license uh, licenses because I gotta run it and all that. I'm like, yes, sir, yes, here it is. It uh, gave him our licenses, takes it back to the truck, comes back a few minutes
1: later, and he's like, okay, you guys, you boys are cleared to go. I I feel like he I remember him saying something about like uh he's like you know this license plate is from Texas. and, oh, we, and we get a, and yes. we get a lot of drug smugglers from Texas using U Hauls, and we go well we didn't come from texas i just i I just pick up the u-haul right whatever they whatever u-haul they have in the size that i order i don't have any yes. idea where it came from he
0: said the reason that they pulled us over was we didn't have a license plate on the front oh yeah and, and was... then we were in a state that required a license plate to be on the front yeah yeah and i said i i don't i, I can't don't control know any of that okay right? <laughs> like that is not i on didn't you. take it off that's not on me <laughs> i promise yeah and it was a texas license plate on the on the back which i guess texas is you can uh, just have a one plate state.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just remember that trip, like he left and we kind of were like really angry about it for a while and then kind of laughed about it. And then it took us hours to get back up to speed, oh, yeah. like, like to get onto a highway when you can't, when you go, when you're going three miles an hour, like to merge back onto an interstate because you're on the shoulder, horrible. And then we realized we don't have a lot of gas. You oh, remember, yeah. Do you remember filling that thing up and it I took do, like yes. $400 to fill up or something? <laughs> right. And you're like, I don't know that I have this kind of money in my checking account. I'm like, I don't think I can cover you. But like, we were like, oh my God, this thing takes and four, it, yeah, 400 and I think gallons. It was one of get... those steel tanks on the side of yeah, the cab like semi, that you just open them...
0: it and you're like actually watching as the liquid is going in. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. And you're like, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, I don't either. This is way out of my realm. Oh, good times, good times. Yeah. yeah, we were we got back and it was way dark. Our now wives, because we didn't have cell phones at the time to call them and let them know that you know we were going to be late. They were like, "Where
1: were you?" And we told them the whole story. Yeah, it was like a three and a half hour drive. The to longest make two drive. hours, right? Oh, like it was, it was ridiculous. It was so long. Yes, but
0: yeah, fun in hindsight. It was a very interesting story, um, one that I will never forget. So. and a very interesting interaction with the cops i agree that was an interesting <laughs> yes one. all right so man I've, I've i've had some uh some drinks on this I have two and it's it's good i like it I, you brought it you start um dead guy ale
1: or you can take a drink and I'll go yeah, ahead I'm sorry and start. i didn't mean to do that right when you said you start <laughs> i wanted to get one last flavor um, burst mm-hmm and it's a full-flavored beer as well. Yes, I feel like it's got it's got some hoppiness to it, which I don't always like, but I don't mind here. Um, I dig it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm digging it. I I think it's a it's a decently flavored kind of a. It's it's almost got that IPA ish.
0: Yeah, um, I, but I think what and you know what's good about this little star on here that tells you the, the bitter is a little bit lower because it's not as bitter as an IPA. Right. So I would say it's about half as as bitter. So it's got the bitterness in there, but then it also has the
1: flavor in there. It does. That's not overpowered by the bitter. Yep. So, so I'm with um, you there. yeah. So Mine's, I'm I'm at a even though this only shows a half star in its little diagram, I'm I'm at a solid I'm at a three. Yeah,
0: I'm at a three as well. Um, I'd be It'd be close to a four if maybe, oh, I
1: shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't push it. (laughs) It's not close to a four for me. I'll not push this on my friends. I'll probably not go buy it again, but it's yeah. not a bad beer. I could, but I could see starting the evening
0: with the uh, one or two of these because it is full flavored. It does have a little some body to it, where I could see starting with this while I eat something. Uh, I would pair it with grilled asparagus or barbecue ribs, or perhaps dots. pecan pie.
1: I would uh, dots or
0: dots. Yeah, dots is the, would be the final to dessert. Yeah, and then after that, I would switch to probably something
1: else. But all right, we'll go. I, I'll, I'll say three as well. And we Have to remember that R3 is a, a McUltra where you'll drink it all the time, right? Which, yeah,
0: or or a cup it, for us, it's sort of a light, it's a uh, American ale, right? Yeah. So, McUltra, Bush lower, Light, yeah, uh-huh. Bud Select, um, probably Coors Light. Um, but I also put in the those, I'll go full flavor on that, like a regular Bud or a regular, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got a big three, is what I'm saying. Yes. We have a broad range yes. of threes, right? So What's funny is since I've made that spreadsheet I, and, and I was looking at our ratings, I feel like we tend to go a little lower. But fours and fives and fives are very reserved um, yeah. for sure. I've mistakenly uh, <laughs> done
1: a five before and I will probably not make that mistake unless it knocks my socks off. But, All right. so That's good. So you got a pair of threes. Yeah, good. And so uh, on, on that same note, um, I, if people check out the spreadsheet, um, I notice I rate things lower than you. On average. Yeah. yeah. I averaged like a 2.9, I think, and you were at a
0: 2.6. Yeah. So you tend to be a little bit harder on those, but...
1: Yeah. So just interesting. That's probably the cocktail rating is probably <laughs> dropped me down
0: or a few of those things that we just thought we saw the can and we're like we have to try that yeah, there's, it, it, been there's, some bad there's no good that's going to come out of the actual yeah. <laughs> death by flapjacks who knows what that's going to yeah, taste I could like still burp sake <laughs> if i needed to like and,
1: and set it on fire that stuff was horrible nice um so i've got an interesting topic for you bring um, it and it's um you and I have talked a little bit about this in the past um, on different occasions because we, we share a, an interesting, weird, similar background um, in, in some ways, but I had a, uh, I had a brother's uh, weekend of duck hunting a couple weekends ago, and um, it's the first time I'm, I'm adopted, so for any listeners who don't know that, um, my sister and I are adopted. I actually went back and met my biological family Um, when I was 20, right when, after I turned 21, after I had my first kid and I wasn't able to answer any hereditary questions in the hospital. And since then I have, have had a relationship with my biological mom and her husband and my three, um, half brothers who are, um, her and her husband have three, three other sons. Um, so I still have, you know, for 20 some odd years now, have have, have talked to them and hung out with them and we do stuff you know, fairly, you know, a couple times a year as a family. Right. Um. So half your life, you never knew them yep. and never the other, met them. Yep. Only
0: knew that uh, from your parents, yep. right. That you were adopted, they never kept that from you. Yep. So they, they were fully, fully uh, up, up to uh, giving yep. you all that information yep. otherwise, but everything was kind of sealed on the, on the yeah, adoption the, stuff that the, you then,
1: when you were 20, one decided to go and pursue. Yeah. And, and they were always open them. to saying, if you ever want to go look, um, I just never was in a position to need to. Sure. Um, raised by my mom and dad were phenomenal. Um, like any parents, they made a lot of mistakes just like I do as a parent. Right. right? Like it, that's not, not saying that they were perfect parents. Um, but I was, a I had a happy childhood, a happy kid. I was super grateful. I was adopted. Never. Nice. Never yes. was like nothing bad came from that. Um, you know, being adop- I probably have a, a, a really good, I'm probably on the spectrum of really good adoption stories versus some that don't turn out that way. <clears throat> but um, the boys and I, uh, you know, the brothers have all, the four of us have never gone and done anything just the four of us away from like the biological mom and, or like, there's always family around. There's right, always, right, This is the first time we've actually. They're like, we want to go duck hunting. I'm like, let's go. So we came to my little duck hunting spot and we went out for the weekend and we hunted all weekend and um, really fun, like s- had a blast. It was super entertaining and there's lots of probably. Woo!
0: Yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> I love audience
1: participation. Um, so lots of fun stories that probably won't ever make a podcast. Um, but. Um, there, we did have a lot of conversation, which we don't normally get to have that I've had with, um, my biological mom a a couple of times, many a times, um, and just said, you know, talk to me about how you felt when this was happening and kind of like some background stuff. But we've, I've never had those conversations with any of the brothers. So we got to have, we got to sit down in the duck blind for, you know, 10 hours (laughs) one of the days. And we're like, they were like, Hey, what do you think you'd be like if you weren't adopted? And you lived with – like, you were the oldest brother. Like, and there it was a four of us instead of, you know, just the three of us. Or you weren't raised by someone else. And it was an interesting question because I – you know, sure, I've thought about it. But um, some of it was funny that, like, if, if you know, if I, if I was born and the next one, um, Shelby was born, like, would they have even had the other two? Because we were probably – enough, um, to get, <laughs> but, um, but so, but there was a, what do you think would be different if you lived there instead of where you were raised? So I thought it's an interesting, I, I, and being adopted, it's always an interesting nurture versus nature kind of thing is what did you get from your, your biological side or what did you get from the, the environment you were raised in? Um, and what was, I thought was entertaining and funny. They are like, what do you think you got from, from mom, from my biological mom. And, and I'm like, it's creativity. And um, I, I, like, she's a super creative person. That's what she's always done. She's always she's had flower shops where she did flower arrangements. She's always she's kind of artsy craftsy. She's a creative problem solver. She's um, very much works with her hands and tries to solve problems and, and does fun stuff. Um, always does that always has done that. Um, very creative. And And all the boys do something different that's semi creative have mm. like um you know they're like what would you get and i go well probably Music and and some like creative problem solving and like working with duck calls and and doing some like the hobby stuff that I have that I to like express creative freedom. Mm-hmm. I feel like I probably got from her because they all have that in some way, shape, or form. One of them works with metal and he like forges knives and does all kinds of cool crap. That nice, it's yeah. awesome. The other one is a pipe fitter and, and has always welded things and just weld can weld anything. The uh, other one's I'd like, love to have that skill. Oh God, <laughs> I wish I could weld. Yes. Um, Uh, any literally any of the three of them i wish i could have the skill that they have like the the creative woodworking iron the knife maker like he's hella creative with knives and, and and stuff the iron worker the the guy who works with iron is 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 super creative and makes all kinds of fun stuff um can weld anything um and then the other one has like built houses and he can build anything and he goes to like yard sales and finds scrap and junk and creates stuff out of it like he's he just has an eye for that and I think that eye comes from his mom. Like okay our mom has that eye for like something creative can solve problems out of stuff. And so anyway, I, I thought I would pose that to you as a nurture versus nature. Um what do you think you got from genetics? What do you think you got from the environment you were raised in um if is yeah. there anything that really sticks out to you, go that I go you, when you go, you know, your, your mom and dad, you go, uh, I don't really have that didn't come from either one of them. <laughs>
0: What's funny is you're, you're looking at it more in the lens of your parents, right? Your uh, adopted parents versus your biological parents. Um, I too uh, am semi-adopted in that um, I have a relationship obviously with my, not. I shouldn't say obviously, not obviously. everybody knows me, but um, my uh, biological mother uh, and I have been together for my whole life, meaning uh, you know, yeah. she did not adopt me, but uh, she got uh, divorced from my biological father and then remarried to my now stepdad, and he was uh, there for most of my life and really was the person I considered my dad. From early, early on. From early on, um, from a very young age. So I was in similar but not quite not the same. Um, But to to your question, I actually look at my own kids way more because um, I think because when you go into having kids, you have an idea – of what you're gonna be able to do, right? Like, you're like, this is how I'm going to parent because this is how I want my kids to be, right? When they grow up. And um, it's not real far into the parental journey that you realize that you can just throw all that out the window, uh, right? So I think my my now theory is that nature is like 80% of what a kid or what a child is going to, let's say, become, I think they're, they're, uh, all of that nature stuff that, that biological just, genetic yeah, stuff is going to sort of make how, powerful, make that child who they are. They're going to be curious. They're going to be probably through gen, uh, more of just who they are, not who, how you parent. Um, and your parenting is just to try to get them, uh, to, um, do tricks. Right. Um, so, (laughs) and, and for me, that trick is like, be polite. Right. Right. Like, so you could have a kid who's genetically just kind of a jerk. Right. Like, and is like a, you know, like overconfident, all those kind of attributes. Right. When you, yeah. And then, but for me as a parent, I got to make you
1: be polite, open a door for a a person, be empathetic. All those You're like, I need you to try to, you're trying to curb the genetics a little. Right. Um,
0: yeah, I, it, my wife and I talk about we we would like to write a book of like how how to try to not raise uh, buttholes, <laughs> but a different yeah. uh, word for that. Um, because really that's the tricks I'm trying to teach my kids are how to be good citizens and how to be good people. Um, I mean, behind closed doors, I mean, you're going to do what you're probably going to do and, and it's a free country, right? But once you get out there and you're having to be a part of society, I don't want you to be, uh, I don't want you to be a horrible neighbor, right? right. Because you're self-absorbed and you're going right. to, and all you can do is think about yourself and, and put your,
1: Thoughts and You can be a donkey crevice when you're all by yourself, <laughs> right. but you cannot be out in public. Right. I need you to be a respectful, kind, empathetic human being.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I see those as almost like tricks, right? Like you got to you got to instill them from an early age to do these things, even though it might kind of go against some of their nature, because I think sometimes it does, right? Especially like if you have a if you have like an only or an, uh, an oldest that's pretty far, you know, away from maybe I, a youngest. I have one of those. Right. They <laughs> tend to be very self. You know, they, they, it was all about them, right? Like they're, it's kind of goes with the whole birth order thing of, you know, if you're an only then, and and not all onlys are like that. I mean, we know, I'm sure a lot of, of great only kids, but like, they seem to just be a little bit more self-absorbed or a little bit more focused on them where, you know, you got to try to teach them, Hey, you know, there's more kids out there. There's more people out there. We all got to kind of get along to share. (laughs) Universe universe doesn't revolve around
1: you. No. And I, I'm lucky my oldest is seven years from my youngest so we have a big spread and she is a ridiculously kind individual almost to a fault probably like super soft-hearted um or kind-hearted person so but yes um so you're you're looking at it from the kids' point of view if, if you think it's 80 20 80 percent Biology, yeah. biology, genetics. I don't think you're going to be able to make your kid a, a doctor
0: or a lawyer. You can try, and and you can push them as hard as, as you can, and maybe they'll go down that road, but they may resent it and hate it. I've seen some people that just weren't meant for different things that they were sort of pushed into, and you can see that their their actual persona is just different. right? It's, like, It's and, painful for them to do it because it yeah. just goes against – kind of goes against the grain, right? Yeah. And their grain is what they were, bo- is the genetic side, right? And, and and it's the nurture side that's like, if you're, and I don't want to just go on the bad stuff about nurture, right? Of like yeah. pushing your kids to be a lawyer or a doctor and say, you will succeed and you will get all A's. And then they're like, but that's not really me. That's not my style. There's other things too, right? I mean, it's just maybe their hobbies, right? Like you said, the creative hobbies that you picked up and you just happened to pick them up because you were drawn to them. Right, because that's in your your brain. You're like, hey, I really want to make these duck calls, and I want them to look like this, and I can make them cool. And it was the creative side of you that did it. Nobody really pushed you towards that. Yeah. So
1: did I answer correctly? I don't.
0: No. On a scale of one to ten. 10 being oh, great. surveys. <laughs> we did get
1: some feedback from surveys. So those of you out there who gave us some feedback from one of the prior episodes about surveys, I appreciate it because that was entertaining.
0: What was the average score that you got Eight. back? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Eight's across the board. Eight's across the board. Um, which doesn't line up with our beer rating system, which just really throws
1: me off. I didn't say I was consistent with any rating. I'm not a good data analyst. I'm just not, so what do you do with that? <laughs>
0: I didn't mean to cut you off. Were no. you done with nurture versus nature?
1: Oh, I don't, yeah, sure. Um, no, I, I think, so your your point two, got to, you gotta curb the 80%, right? Like you're, you're fighting against nature as a parent because, so do you think, so I'll, we'll go this way. Do you think uh, we should be more selective on who we breed with? Oh my gosh, no
0: that's great that that starts to get into utopian uh politics of of
1: uh so you think no no so and i asked that because neither my wife or i did very good in school ever okay i've got one kid who's done who does really well in school one kid who who was very similar to our my wife and i's experience like legitimately wrote we wrote the script for her and she just took it and read it right um so what's the punchline here you're not saying you shouldn't have my punch that is, kid was is that, your wife right no I, my punchline is is that I've got one kid who's very I feel like very nature yeah. and I've got one kid who's very nurture okay. and that she got to see an older you know an older sibling go through it she's learned a lot from that older sibling. Um, so she's my youngest is very me I mean probably 90% me 10% her her mother um, but she learned a lot from being the youngest sibling and so her her environment her nurture, has been powerful to her. Okay. I thought you were going to tie this into selective breeding. Uh, well, I was going to, but then I thought I said that might be a step too far. <laughs>
0: I'm like, You're like, should we do so see who we breed with? Both my wife and I are not good in school. So should we have not bred? Because we're like, <laughs> right. it's hopeless. Our, our kids are not going to be good at school. Boy, did we make a mistake? Yeah. No, you did not. I, I agree. will say that we have, you we, have wonderful children. Yes. You have a wonderful wife. You did. Great things. Yes. On a scale of one to ten, super nine. glad we bred. Yes, nine, <laughs> nine out of ten. No. Um.
1: Anyway, so that that got weird and awkward all of a sudden. I don't know. Well, why. you asked about selective breeding, I, and I don't know thing, why and... I took it there because that's not in my notes of why I wanted to talk about this. So, um, that's painful. My bad. Anybody listening, my bad. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll cut Especially that. Especially my post. wife, who I adore. Um, and and you know, picks up ninety percent of the of our marriage. So um, yeah. Right. So if you're finished doing the heavy her, lifting, she is uh, for sure doing heavy <laughs> lifting on, on, on our all the are. Yeah. We love you. Um, anyway, so you, what do you think? People have feedback about that. Yeah. I'm sure that, that, uh, people
0: are yelling as they're walking down the road or driving their car and they're like, wow, what in the
1: world? What, how, how did we get from there to selective breeding? <laughs> um, so if you have any suggestions on this or thoughts on the selective breeding problem, um, you can email Andrew specifically. He's the only <laughs> one who has the email address, but it's a uh, um, can combo, um, at gmail.com. Right. We get hundreds <laughs> a day just to me, hundreds of day that only Andrew gets to see. Um, if you also wanted Andrew to see your Twitter feed, <laughs> I don't really check that and have anything to do with it, but it's a uh, can underscore combo on Twitter. Um, or facebook and instagram which i do see you a like lot. that i love i love those two and that's probably more than i can tolerate so that's can't you are in the metaverse at i am in the metaverse at can Combo on facebook and instagram i would love to hear from anybody who stumbled on this con, on this podcast randomly and it was <laughs> like what is going on or if you have feedback for us um and you're not a you know long listener um feel free to reach out and um and give us some feedback or give us some thoughts and tell us you're listening. So,
0: yeah. Uh great uh, discussion today. Um great beer, uh great can. Um so if you're if you're out there and uh, you're in the grocery aisle and you see a black can with a weird uh skeleton looking person just sitting down He's and creepy. Um I, I would suggest to pick it up if you uh if you yeah. like the way we described it and uh like those types of uh, of beers. Yeah. So, good beer weird can. We appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. Thanks, you. Thanks, you.
1: Don't let the door hit you on the way out.